Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, my name is Dave Hughes, and like everyone else, I've got problems. One of them is the amount of chronic diseases which appear to be in my life. I'm not sure what they all mean. My wife, for example, will not eat anything involving gluten. But whenever at a restaurant she goes, mmm, is there any gluten in it? And they go, no, and she says, oh, I'm a celiac. But that makes any difference. What is a celiac? What's going to happen? What's going to happen if she eats it? Yes, she's going to bloat. She's not going to die. Just calm down. I'm sick of it. My, my son came home from school the other day. He said, Dad, there was a five-year-old eating a peanut butter sandwich. So what? She wasn't injecting heroin, was she? I'm sick to death of chronic disease. I've got one and I don't even care about it. It's called hemochromatosis. Has anyone heard of it? No, one person, yes? I don't even know what it means. I haven't had anything to do with it for 10 years. I'm still here. Chronic diseases don't matter, I don't believe. All right, that's a big statement to make on television. But we're going to solve that problem like everyone else. The show's going to start now. Let's get on with it. Turn them into real solutions, but I couldn't do it without my crap team of problem solvers. Let's start clapping for Georgie Carroll, Joel Christie, and Edmonds, and Tony Martin. Great to have you all here. I really appreciate you turn uh, for turning up. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks no for worries. having me, mate. Yes, your t- first time on the show, it Georgie. Is, um, yeah, you're breaking me hymen right here. <laughs> Now, you, you're allowed to talk like that because what do you do for a living or before oh, comedy came well, along? Well, no, I'm still one. I'm a nurse. You're a nurse. I'm so a yes. nurse and a comic and, yeah, just working out which I am at the minute. Yeah, do you ever, like... If do... this goes well, I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you... Uh, I talked about haemochromatosis at the start of the show yes. and you also have haemochromatosis, don't you? I do. I am... Australia's Iron Man. This is what he looks like. But people don't know it means you've got too much iron in your blood, doesn't it? Too much iron, it it just stores up. Did you hear that I got haemochromatosis? Yes. Well, you've always had it. I have. Most people don't know that they've got it. I've forgotten about it for about ten years. Right. You you, you keep on to yours, don't you? Yeah, you really shouldn't forget about it because my doctor said most people find out they've got it when they drop dead at age 44. Right. Well, I'm 48, so I'm okay. okay. We'll talk about that later on, right? Let's get on with the show. We're we ready to solve problems seriously. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Right, here we it. go. Let's do it. Let's here we go. Let's fix a nation. This problem was sent in by Hayden from Walcher, New South Wales. My problem is I've been playing amateur rugby union since I was 16, and now I'm 25, and my body is falling apart. I need reconstructive surgery on my shoulder because it started to dislocate at random, and I'm constantly on the bench with injuries. My family keep telling me I have to retire, but I'm still young and I want to keep playing. What should I do? So amateur sports people who get injured, you know, mm. that's, that's it. Just do it. Hey, just have the operation. Yeah, but it's expensive to have operations. It's you kind know? of and worth it for the opiates. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so but the thing is, I played amateur uh, football, amateur uh, Aussie rules, and mm. I remember once, because there's no medical help, 
I got my tooth knocked out during a game, one of the front teeth, and I was on the dole at the time. So this is, yes. Yeah, oh, so it's a look. <laughs> it's definitely a look. And, I, and it was my tooth was... And I, I tried to get the game stopped so people could help me look for my tooth. No-one was interested. And I... <laughs> and when you're on the dole, I went to a doctor and he said that's going to cost $5,000 to fix one of your front teeth. So you never got it fixed by no, the looks? Uh... No, I did get it fixed. <laughs> No, but it's a true story. He said, I can put one in for 60 bucks, but that can only be there for a maximum of six months. That was oh. in my mouth for 15 years. So. <laughs> Did you ever play sport? Yeah, uh, netball. So good. Love oh, it. you'd be a bitch. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <it's good. laughs> A couple of fights, a couple of yeah. bit of that. Yeah, were you a centre? Centre wing attack, thanks oh. for asking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Rough. No no major injuries. Oh, in I've your... got a yeah, I've got an ankle that like, you know, a netball ankle. Yeah. How many girls did you play with called Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> all the whole team, all Sharon's. Now, well, I, well, I've been recon. I've just had a knee replacement. An actual replacement. I've had a full one. This one's brand new. This is like twelve weeks old. This one here. Oh wow! Oh my God. And I've never done any sport. <laughs> I want to give him an option. I think it's okay to quit. And you know why he can quit, Hayden? Hayden can quit because this is a national TV show with ratings through the roof, guys. So. I'm about to award Hayden this, which is, if we look at that, it's Hughes's greatest player of the century, Hayden Sweeney. Oh, Hayden, wow. you have wow. just been awarded that. They can never take that away from you. You've gone with the primary school model of just awarding people for anything. No. <laughs> I will never award this again, so that is his. He gets to that keep that. Right. What an honour. So you can quit rugby union right now. Let's give a round of applause to Hayden. Amazing this next problem comes from one of our guests. Joel, what's going on? I've just bought a house that I'm renov... So, very first house. Uh, it's on a rooftop in uh, the Melbourne uh, CBD. Yep. And I'm renovating it. And I don't know what I've gotten myself into for my first purchase. I'm in over my head. So, you bought a penthouse... I wasn't going to use the word penthouse because I've got tickets to sell to my live tour and I want people to think that I need the money. <laughs> um, I please come. So it's on the rooftop and I'm doing a renovation. It's going to take, it's like taking about a year, but I'm in over my head because I don't understand numbers or engineering reports. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to install like a, a hot pink staircase. It's all just getting very messy. <laughs> Finding with my partner, I don't know what I'm doing. And I know you own about 58 properties, so I think I my I've got a very small block of flats, and I own... <laughs> it is. They're very reasonably priced if anyone wants to rent one out. Um, <laughs> what you need is an expert. None of us are experts, no. but I tell you what, the living room, the Channel 10 show, the fantastic show, the living room, has a brilliant expert, he and he's out here. He's going to come out here right now. Give it up for Barry Dubois! Thank you, Barry. So you must have seen a lot of people in the process of renovation. Have you seen... Uh, where would he fit in the people who've got an idea about what they're doing, do you think, Joel, over here? Well, I've got to tell you, there's a lot of people in Melbourne, especially Bills, that are excited about this one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, of, a lot of money to be made, that's I'll obvious. Yeah. All right. Well, off me? Well, it's just the talk. It's just what I've heard. They can't get builders on the block. They're all lining up for this one. Because yeah. he's got no idea and whatever invoice comes yeah, in, you'll yeah. pay it. <laughs> <laughs> I've brought some things. You brought your hand back. Give us a little bit back. It's, the, you, it's the toolkit that so you're going to need. The stuff that you can, yeah. he will need. This will get you through most renovations. Oh, my God. And, and, uh, is, so there an, is there an Allen key in there or something? No, no I'm going to offer this up. <laughs> now, if, if a contractor rings up and says, listen, we've got a big problem, but I think I have a way to sort it out, yeah. this is the code for that. What you're going to need, the tool you're going to need for him... Oh, I feel like I'm in a circuit party in Berlin. <laughs> 
What is that? Well, these are brown paper bags. You'll need about that many and stuff as much cash as you can. <laughs> Are you telling me the tradies sometimes work for cash? Well, it's not just the tradies. You've got to work with the inspectors. I'd know it. They wouldn't, would they, Tony? Not since the GST. The black economy has vanished. <laughs> what else have you got in there, mate? What happens then? You're going to get into some funny and sometimes awkward positions with tradies, OK? <laughs> What you're saying is I don't need the brown paper no. bags. In that case... What, what do you got there? Just a little bit of Vaseline. <laughs> I didn't use the right way. This could make it feel a little smoother. <laughs> I'm going to do that now. It's just a blatant plug for my book. <laughs> On sale in most shops. Mate, I think we've got some solutions for you there. I've got, I just get a big bottle of lube and go to town <laughs> on the tradies. Done. Give it up for Barry DeWine. Life Force is a book. Don't bloody miss it. It's in all bookshops. Don't go anywhere. In this time of great uncertainty, Goodit Foundation Australia is here to support you. We offer specialist perinatal psychological counselling services for expectant and new parents across Australia who are experiencing perinatal depression and anxiety. We provide up to 10 sessions for free from the comfort of your home using either a video or telephone call. For more information, please visit gidgetfoundation.org.au. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Usually We Have a Problem. There's more problems than stars in the sky, but luckily even more solutions. And uh, we're about to speak to an audience member who has a massive problem. We're going to bring him out here right now. It's going to take me a while to say his whole name. He's a futurist and a biohacker. Can you welcome to the stage Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow. Give it up for Meow. Oh, here he comes. Hey Meow, how are you? Good. No, what is your problem apart from your name? So, <laughs> so basically I want to live forever. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you just feel that life is interesting enough that you want to keep at it. Yeah, and I think, I think as well, um, especially with when we're looking at uh, things like medicine, we're trying yep. to treat all these little problems like diabetes or heart attacks, but the bigger problem is death itself. Death is a massive issue. If that, you fix everything. Death has been yeah. a problem for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of necessary. It's necessary to die. I, re I reckon. Well, that's your nurse coming out here. Well, <laughs> and if you are going to live forever, you're going to take the ponytail all the way through? <laughs> I think it's on its way out already. How old, how old are you at the moment? Uh, I'm 34. You're a child, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds weird, but no, I'm saying <laughs> is that you're a young person, but you want to continue this journey. Yeah, Endlessly. I, I think I'd like to stay probably about the age I am now for right. a long time because I think it'd, be, it'd suck to live forever if okay. you just keep getting older. Yeah, right. reach about 200 and Oh, my God, it'll just be you and Carrie ann <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh, you may have to tell 10. Oh, no. 
Audrey has done some stuff. Let's have a look at a, an article that appeared recently. Sydney biohacker who implanted Opal card into hand. Oh, yes. Fined for not using valid ticket. You have a chip in your hand. I have three chips in my hand. Mm. So you. So where, yeah. where are the chips? So I've got one in my thumb. Yes. There we go. I can see that. That's in your and thumb. And what does that one do? I can feel that. It's reprogrammable. So at the moment, that one launches Pokemon. Can I press a button and you'll... Hang on. You've opened a garage door outside. <laughs> If you click this hand at the same time, it'll take a screenshot. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the maniac who wants to live forever. So. I've got the, the, the Opal card sits just behind. Oh, it, there's an up. Opal card in yeah, there, yeah. and the government aren't happy with it. Yeah, that one's been blocked. So it's blocked, even though you had it. money on it. So Opal cards are normally that big. How yeah. did you get it mini like that? I had to make it smaller, and that's what they got upset with. Right. So a lot of people said to me afterwards, you know, if you just put the whole thing yeah. in, they couldn't really say anything. So, but how, how did they find out about your Opal card? Um, so they, they asked to see my card. And, and you I show said, them your fist. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I'd put it? <laughs> no, we don't, Anne. In my bum, and I'd, be, oh. like, I'd just be swiping oh, you, off. Oh, right, yeah, it's a bit of a... So if there's a Pokemon chip in your thumb, yeah. when you're kind of you're having a bit of private time... Yeah, yeah. Like, are you, like, catching Pokemon like crazy? <laughs> but, um, so if I... If I've got my phone out, can I, can I tap yep. your hand? Yeah, so if you tap here... If I tap there... Hang on, just have a look at that. That's the screen. Do you want yep. to put it... All right, so if I tap there... What, what are you trying to achieve? Oh, yes! There we go. So if you click on the top one... Just click on the top one. I've now got Meow Ludo's contact details in my phone from tapping my phone and rubbing it on his hand. I mean, he could have told me, but I'd better this way, I reckon. <laughs> Let's focus on living forever. Yeah. You're inspired by a woman, I believe. Liz Parrish. What is Liz Parrish, Parrish doing? Liz Parrish is um, working to undo the molecular causes of ageing. So our bodies age because they're kind of programmed yeah. to die. After you're 25, a gene switches off inside your body and then it starts this clock ticking every time your cells divide. So, yeah, so what has Liz done to so herself? Liz, Liz um, put a, a modified virus inside her system that goes through and switches that gene back on. Yeah, wow. Now, when we've done this in mice, we get an extension of 26%. It costs money, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit pricey. It's expensive. You'll probably be able to afford it. <laughs> um, I was off you, but I'm back in. <laughs> it's it's, it's a, a million bucks a treatment at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It actually reverses the ageing. Yeah, so Liz is getting younger at the so, moment. So, right, is there any way of putting the brakes on? Yeah. Or will, will you go full Benjamin Button <laughs> and end up as a baby? <laughs> I see a baby with a science degree. That's quite yeah. impressive. I'll have to switch out my Opal card for the, yeah. uh, the student. One. <laughs> Should this man try to live forever? That's the question, you know? I think it's you'll get tired. Should we be the ones to answer this? Or should a man much, or a woman, but he's a man, much older than us, should someone much yeah. older than us answer this? Yes. I think the I think we're going to get the answer via video, all right? So this oh. is the person we're going to speak to, Pete Smith from Channel 9. Yes, <laughs> Pete Smith from Channel 9. Yes. His father. Right. And this was taken yesterday, this video. This, his father is going to answer whether you should live forever. Here we go. Hi, Meow, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I'm 103, and I can tell you now, life begins at 100, so go for it. <laughs> at 103, Meow is going to try to live forever. Go for it, mate. Good luck with it. Welcome back to the show where your problems are no match for our problem-solving powers. Tony, what can we help you with? 
Well, uh, 40 years ago, yes. uh, I was at school, I was 14, and I entered an after-school filmmaking competition yep. uh, run by the kids, uh, you know, after-school cartoons. Yep. And the host of those uh, shows on New Zealand television was a man called Richard Wilde, who uh, you might now know as Channel 9's Richard Wilkins. Oh. And uh, so I came third in this filmmaking competition with a movie I made, which was a Batman sequel on yep. Super 8. It's called Batman Again. Yep. And, uh, and I went on TV with Richard Wilde. 30 years passed, and then I wrote a book, and I told the story of going on that show, and I did a really mean joke about Richard Wilkins. Right. What was what it? Was it? Well, well, we've actually got the... the we've, we've got what you said, right? It's so a nasty said about... show. We... The after-school shows were hosted by Richard Wilde. Years later, he changed his name to Wilkins, moved to Australia, and the rest is history, or would be if history were preceded by half an hour of shithouse red carpet interviews. Oh. <laughs> That's what Richard does. That's what he does. He's at the Oscars. He's forever doing red carpet interviews. It's terrible. So, anyway, I had to go on the Today Show to promote that book. <laughs> and face to face. I finished the interview and there's Richard Wilkins and he goes, Oh, Tony, I'm, I loved your last book. I can't wait to read this one. Oh. Oh, he actually said that. He actually said that. And he was, of course, the world's nicest man. Yes, he is. So, I have spent the last... Ten years avoiding him. Because you're still paranoid about what you wrote in about that book. About that nasty joke. All those yeah. years ago. Feeling terrible. Well, I mean, this TV show will possibly be watched by, by Richard, Richard Wilkins. Yes. Okay. What Would you like to apologise right now to Richard Wilkins? Down the barrel. Yes, to um, Richard. Richard, I, I, I'm sorry for making such a thoughtless and nasty comment in my... Uh, Book, which you'll be pleased to hear is now in the bargain bins. <laughs> I'm, I'm apologising uh, from the heart for my thoughtless comments. Mm, we'll that's beautiful. That beautiful yeah. Yeah. But feel better. Feel. If I'm going to be honest, I was on the Today program and I knew that you were coming on the show to do that. Right. And I told Richard Wilkins <gasps> the story. Oh, he's not here. He's not here. He's not here. <laughs> but I told him the story and I asked him, would he? Accept your apology. Right. And we videoed something. We did video it. But I've since heard from Richard that he's not allowed to be on any other channel except Channel 9. Seriously? Yes. And if I go on the Today Show and do the Logies and just, just get your thumb out of your ass, Channel 9. Uh, so, <laughs> so Richard can't be here with us tonight, but this is the actual transcript of what he said. And Joel, we would like you to play Richard Wilkins, all right? Wow. So, this is the actual oh, transcript. Shit. How big's my head? Very right. big, as we've seen tonight. <laughs> this is. Tony, are you nervous? This yeah. is in response nervous. to your apology, all right? So, best Richard. how are we going to go right. here? All right, here we go. <laughs> this is the actual words from Richard. I can show you on my phone. This is, uh, this is what he said, all right? Tony, you know I've always been a massive fan of yours since the early days back in New Zealand, bro. <laughs> I loved your early work. I love your mid work. I love your late work. And you did say something that wounded me to the core at the time. Ooh. But, you know, in the spirit of the new year, all is forgiven. Oh, oh thanks, Richard. Thanks again, again. How wonderful is that? When we come back, it's Tuesday's problem, the way it's done. Fearing the apocalypse? Brush up on your survival skills with every episode of Australian Survivor and the best of US Survivor on 10 Play now. 
to the show that kicks your problems to the curb. Now it's time for Hughes's problem of the week. I talked about in the opening. I have an ongoing disease. I believe it's a disease or is it a condition? It's a genetic disorder. No. Called, well, it's called hemochromatosis, and you also have it, Tony. Yes, a lot of people have it. In it, you have too much iron in your blood. Well, everyone has iron coming in, but most people break it down and use it for things, whereas we just store it up. And right. so the yeah. only way to, to Ooh, deal with it is to constantly give blood. So when I first found out about it, and I'd found out because my wife just wanted me to always have tests done. She's always wanting me to have tests done. She's everything. She everything. thinks there's something fundamentally wrong with you. She's always... <laughs> she does. She's like, she made me have a colonoscopy when I didn't need to have it. So, <laughs> what, you want photos of she my ass on your Facebook? <laughs> yeah, so, so, I mean, I'm saying it's, it's annoying, you know, right. having to get these tests done. And I got that done many years ago, and I talked about it, as I always yes. talk about what happens in my life. I put this, and it ended up in the, I think, the Daily uh, Telegraph had a story on it, basically. Iron overload is potentially fatal but easily treated by a procedure called a phlebotomy. Phlebotomy. Oh. Yes, oh. which is essentially the removal of the blood. So that story was from 2009, but I just forgot about it. And so... Oh, my God. You forgot about the whole disease. Yes, I did. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. You need to be on to it. You need to be constantly phlebotomising. Right. <laughs> the way people die from this is they go, oh, I feel fine, I'll stop having blood taken out of me. And that's, that's you know, where the iron will build up in your liver uh, and your heart and do irreversible uh, damage to your joints. So you oh, need God. to keep doing it. It doesn't go It looks away. all right. I've never even heard of it before and now I know two people that have it. I know, I'm getting this FOMO. Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't catch it. I should say no one can catch it. But you can pass it on, though, can't you? You I can know. pass it on to you. My children may have it right now. That you should get them tested. Oh, but then I'll have to sort out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I can hear you talk about it all day, but I'd rather hear from the Director of Haematology at St Vincent's Hospital, oh, wow. Sydney. Give it up for Dr Sam Milliken. <laughs> Dr Sam. So you are obviously a director of haematology, so you're the boss of haematology at this hospital, obviously. That's true. Yes, so, I mean, you've been in the haematology industry for quite a while. Oh, it's not too many years to recall. <laughs> he claims, this guy over there, Tony Martin, who is the poster boy for haematology, claims that he had more iron than anyone in your... anyone in Victoria. I was told it was the highest... Uh, iron level uh, in Victorian history, and they added for a living person. <laughs> I am the Iron Man. So you've not got... lot, but not any longer. No, because no. he's been getting blood because sucked out of him. Because he's had phlebotomy. He's had phlebotomies. As you should. Oh, well, this is hang on, hang on. So you've seen my early results, haven't you? Is that yes, right? Yes, yes. Your early results clearly indicate you've got hemochromatosis. What, 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 what did I have? What number was it? Was it like? Oh, it was about five hundred and sixty-seven. Is that high? Is it? That's high. Normal's about three hundred. By the way, mine was sixteen hundred and forty. That's right. <laughs> Professor so Martin's correct have, uh... because once the level gets over about a thousand, that's when you can really start to get into trouble. Yeah. I did. I did have blood sucked out, and that was years ago, though. So I haven't done it for years. So I can do it after the show. Because you, yeah. you, you would give. I can just tap. Yeah, yeah. Can you just do? You can do. Yeah. yeah just leave you doing it over the sink. Just bleed you out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I will, I'll the show didn't go that badly, Hughie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor, for people out there who may not know they've got hemochromatosis... Professor Martin's correct. One... He's in... not a professor, by the way. Uh, <laughs> compared, to, compared to you, he is. Well, yeah, well, so is bloody... <laughs> I've just been heckled by a bloody professor. Uh, 
how do you think I got to be professor? Oh, by being a smart-ass. So, yes. uh, one in 200 uh, Caucasians in Australia and New Zealand will actually have haemochromatosis. Boys do worse than girls because girls are protected by their periods. Oh, so. see, and they complain about that stuff, don't they? <laughs> so what you're saying is they're self-phlebotomising. It certainly feels like it some months. <laughs> what happens is the iron very slowly accumulates. Yes. Year by year by year by year. Some people get too much iron in the liver and develop cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. Uh, some people get too much iron in the pituitary gland and their gonads stop working, which might be of interest to you. Well, I'm a, it sounds like I didn't need that bloody vasectomy is what it sounds like. <laughs> so can I just tell you before we go on is that I don't drink. That's, That's good, good, isn't it? That's very good. I don't eat red meat. I'm that not giving you the bloody fork use, but... Uh, no, no, <laughs> so they're two helps, aren't they? They're two very big what helps. Husey, are you scared of donating blood? What's the, what's the issue? Yeah, the issue is that you have to book an appointment, don't you? <laughs> Before we let you go, and you've been amazing and I really appreciate it, um, who do you reckon looks fitter, me or Tony? <laughs> uh, it would be a toss-up. It would be a toss-up. I hate right. to say. Yeah. You know what I've done yesterday is got my, I got my iron levels tested for the first time in about eight or nine years. Mm. And the results have come in. But we're not going to show them now. We are going to wait till the end of the program, which is not far away. Do not miss that. But first, is yes or no? Quick responses. Go with your gut, okay. people. Here we go. Boris asks the bin men on our street whistle while they work, and it wakes me up every time. Should I make a complaint? No. Happy workers, people. Let Join people in. be happy. Absolutely. Yeah, and they're emptying your bins. You. Cretin? Yes. <laughs> Charlotte has a problem. If you catch someone driving dangerously, is it okay to tell them off when you pull up at the lights, yes or no? Yes. 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 Mm. But is it okay to get outside with a club lock and start bashing them? Yes. No. <laughs> Alexandra asks, my colleague bashes her keyboard when she types, even though she knows it annoys me. Can I play death metal without headphones to get her back, yes or no? Yes. If she's doing it deliberately. Mm. Yeah, right. I mean, how, how loud could you bash a keyboard, though? I mean, it's quite... Well, like, if you've got it against the wall like that, <laughs> it's All right, Dimitri has written, my scary neighbour keeps stealing my clothes from the washing line. Oh. Should I go and ask for them back? <laughs> no. How scary is he? Yeah. He's stealing her clothes from the washing It'd line. It'd be funny if she opens the door and he's just in them. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, I'd say call the police. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, or take their clothes or put itching powder in it or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, Absolutely, just, yes. Scabies. Urinate in your own clothes and leave them on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, you can't let <laughs> Jack, Jack, who's 10, asks, I want to take my birthday presents back to the shop and get the money instead. Is it okay to ask for the receipts, yes or no? No, you're 10. Because it's, it's no. cute if you're 10. It's cute. funny. Yeah, yeah. go All on. Right. Get the receipts, good on you, mate. Yeah. And that's the final yes or no oh. problem. <laughs> now it's time to find out the results of my latest blood test. I've had a genetic disorder called hemochromatosis and I haven't done anything to treat it in years. Can we welcome back to the stage Dr Sam Milliken, Chief yeah. Hematologist, Director of Hematology at St Vincent's Hospital. No treatment on my hematology for years. My hematology... What, what have I got? Yes. Hemochromatosis. On hemochromatosis. I've had no treatment for years. Has it affected me? Even though I don't eat red meat and I don't drink, which is things you shouldn't really okay, cut down well on. Done. All right, has it affected me? Haven't had blood drained for about probably eight or nine years. What do you say, Dr Sam? 
Your level is a little higher than it was eight or nine years ago, but it's still within the normal range. So, have I cured my own hemochromatosis? No, you have not. <laughs> so I, but I've done pretty good. You've done very well, but gradually over the next 10 to 20 years, your iron levels will increase again unless you have phlebotomy. Is there a chance that I'm a medical miracle? Never. <laughs> There's no chance. No way. So I should get blood taken out. If you want to have a party with the 36-year-old Meow Meow 45 years from now, <laughs> you should take blood out. All right, I'm going to get blood out. Thanks to Dr Sam Milliken. G'day, I'm Barry Dubois. If you've heard my name, you probably know me as that bloke off the living room. Believe it or not, there's a little bit more to me than just that. For 35 years, I've worked in design, construction and real estate, and during that time, I bought, renovated and sold about $150 million worth of real estate while running my own property development business. And then, I threw it all in at 45 to retire and sail around the world. There's no doubt about it, life has been a hell of a journey so far and I've learned a few things along the way. Things about homes and families that I want to share with you. If you listen to this podcast, I reckon you're going to learn a little bit about design. All sorts of styles works. It used to be that it was a very um, raw space where people didn't put as much effort in, but now they're really focused on even making it more like a hotel. You'll learn about sustainability. Anything you can do to reduce those leaks, whether it's seals on your windows and doors or caulking up the gaps beneath your skirting boards, those kind of things to reduce how much of that airflow flows in and out is going to have a big impact. And also, I want to share a bit about my personal philosophies on life, if you indulge me, of course. Joining us on the journey will be industry insiders, gurus and interesting people from all walks of life. So I had a pet penguin. No way. Yeah, so he was a penguin that had washed ashore. To check that he was ready to go back into the, into the ocean, we used to put him into the swimming pool. And he'd swim around the swimming pool, but he was so fast you couldn't get him out. So we'd have to get in there with a pool scoop, and, and that was my job to swim around and try to catch him eventually. <laughs> but if he was fast enough, then it was a sign he was ready to go back to the wild. So hit that subscribe button and join me and my friends on Hammer at Home with Barry Dubois. 